Do you want to grow a following on Instagram? If you're active on Instagram and want more real followers and real engagement on your Instagram profile, you're going to want to check out the first link down below in the podcast description notes so you can sign up for a free Instagram growth hack training that I made. And it goes over how I grew an Instagram account to 100,000 followers and actually sold the account for a profit. So in this free training, whatever your niche is, whether it's real estate, digital marketing, content creation of any kind, or really anything else, this free Instagram training will show you everything you need to know about Instagram engagement and getting more booked appointments and actual leads all from Instagram and growing an organic following. So if you're active on Instagram and you want to grow a real following, this training will help you get there. Again, check out the first link down below in the podcast description to get this totally free Instagram training so you can grow your account organically and make more money. Let's get into the podcast. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning into the Marketing Edge podcast with Scott Leventon. Let's just dive right in. This episode, we're going to talk about how to do marketing for real estate agents. But before we get started with the episode, I want to invite you to check out the link down below to my link tree. I have a ton of helpful free trainings that you can use to help grow your real estate business. Uh, regardless of if you're a real estate agent, an investor, whatever your role is in real estate, the trainings that I made for you are free. There, there's no cost to these trainings, and these are going to help you grow your business. So click the first link down below. It's to my link tree and you'll see all my links and all the free trainings. So I definitely want you to check out that link. You're, you're going to find a ton of value with these free trainings. Um, it's just a free training. Again, you opt in and uh, you get the training and you have lifetime access to it. I have a special portal that you will go to access the training. So check out that link down below in the description. Let's get into the episode. So like I said, we are talking about doing marketing for real estate agents. Now, the reason that I wanted to make this episode um, is because real estate agents, you can't really just rely on word of mouth anymore, especially if you're just getting started and you don't really have a solid base of connections. Um, even if you, you do have some, um, honestly, it's not going to be enough to sustain a business on just word of mouth if you're just starting typically. Now, that's not always the case. Um, you can have some success right out of the gate with real estate marketing. That's totally possible. But the point is that you can't just rely on word of mouth um, in general anyways. Even if you're a well-established agent or a professional where you do have a lot of word of mouth, um, if you just focus on your online presence, it's just going to help that much more to expand your business. So that's what my point is. And that's why we want to make this uh, podcast for you guys today. And let's just keep moving. Um, <clears throat> so I don't need to, as a real estate agent, you don't need to spend money on your marketing at the start. So what I teach, it centers around content marketing, which content marketing is basically just providing your audience with free helpful information, such as, you know, these videos like Instagram reels. You can just uh, make like a helpful little Instagram reel that maybe is just short and to the point, but just provides value to the people that are watching it. That's a form of content marketing and it doesn't cost any money, even though you're not relying on word of mouth, you don't have to spend any money uh, to do content marketing typically. Um, so that's what everything I teach is around content marketing. You just want to create content. You want to start more conversations and you just want to talk to more people. And that's how you really grow your business as a real estate professional. Um, so if you do want to do like actual paid advertising, you do need to spend money um, basically to build a brand and you don't need to spend money to build a brand all the time. But if you want to do it faster, um, running like campaign ads where you're just trying to increase your brand awareness, um, these are going to get you there sooner because your goal as a real estate agent and a real estate professional. I'm just going to say, if I say real estate agent, I do refer to, you know, all real estate professionals that may be listening, but you really do want to build a brand, especially as an agent. And you want people to think of you when they think of your market, 
like for example i'm in the philadelphia market and sometimes when people like think of philadelphia they think of mike mccann and his real estate team because they're probably number one in philly so like as an agent especially that's what you kind of want to go for and to build that type of brand it doesn't happen overnight is the point so you really need to invest in your content marketing now like i said it's usually free to start but if you do invest money in your content marketing it's just going to grow your business that much more so if you do have some ad dollars you know some residual income that maybe you can put towards marketing it's definitely a good idea to get your name out there um, but if you don't really have that much to spend on marketing i think the best way to go is just starting organic starting with uh, social media starting with content marketing just start creating content just start engaging with people on instagram and um, that's actually a great segue into my next point um, which is instagram engagement and instagram engagement and just instagram in general as a real estate agent, this is going to be your best friend to find other agents and to network and to build a following. Because as an agent, even though like you, you might be competing against other realtors in your area, even though that may be true, you still actually want to network with those same people um, for more reasons than just one. Um, you know, it can help your business and referrals down the line. But that's the way you're going to build authority on Instagram, just by getting other real estate agents to follow you and like your content. Even though you may technically be competing with them, um, it's still the best way to engage with uh, new people on Instagram and to really build a following. And honestly, the following numbers, they, they do have an effect because like, if you have 20 followers, no one's really going to take you seriously, honestly. Um, so you need, I think really the number you want to go for is 10,000. If you can get 10,000 followers organically and without any like paying for followers or anything like that, um, you're going to be in good shape and you're probably going to be getting a lot of leads just through your Instagram if you have 10,000. So if you have less than 10,000 followers, um, all is not lost. You can still do real estate marketing, but you do want to shoot for 10,000. Now, this isn't going to happen overnight. It might not even happen over a course of a year to get to 10,000. That's a, that's a long-term plan. So you want to work up to that. But really the point is that to be an authority, that's why I threw out the 10,000 followers. To be an authority... You really do need to have 10,000 followers at least if you really want to be taken as an authority in the space. Um, again, not essential just for those getting started, but something that you do want to consider. Um, so back to Instagram engagement and why it's so effective. And I do have a free training. One of the free trainings I made is my Instagram engagement training. So click the link tree down below and you'll be able to find the Instagram training. Um, so Instagram engagement training in the training, this is what you're going to do. And this is what I teach other people how to do. I'm going to show you how to engage with other real estate agents and other real estate professionals um, to gain a following on Instagram. And again, even if these might be your competitors, it's still okay to have them follow you on Instagram and have them liking your pictures and the things you post. Because the more engagement you get on your posts and, you know, pictures and everything you post on Instagram, the more Instagram is more likely to recommend your profile and your content to other people and put your content on the explore page, which is huge. Um, so just engaging on Instagram with all people in your industry, especially in your area. Yeah, I would start with people in your area, but you do want to engage with people outside of your area also. So the training that I go over, and it's in the first link down below, it's the uh, free Instagram training. I'm going to show you how to find recently active accounts because you only want to target accounts that are recently active. Because if there's a real estate agent who hasn't been even been on Instagram in a month, you know, you don't want to really engage with them because they're not likely to respond. So I can teach you how to find active accounts and then how to the best practices for liking photos, um, the best practices for commenting, the best practices for 
following, viewing Instagram stories because Instagram gives you a lot of tools as a business or like as a business professional, like if you're on Instagram for your real estate, you're, you're on it for business purposes. And Instagram gives businesses a lot of kind of features that we can use uh, to our benefits to reach more clients, build a following and ideally bring in more money. Cause that's at the end of the day, we want to bring in more money. And one way to do this is through Instagram engagement. And it's going to be really important, honestly, um, if you want to make it as a real estate agent, at least having an Instagram engagement strategy is almost, I'd say, essential just because it's such a great way to network. Um, you can post nice photos of homes. You can like it, there's just so much you can do with Instagram and it's by far the best for like networking that and Facebook. Facebook groups are also very effective. Um, we're going to get into Facebook groups actually later in this episode, but we're going to stick with Instagram engagement. If you want that free training, I'm going to show you all. It's like a 15 minute training. It's like really short and it's free. And I'm going to show you the best practices for how to do Instagram engagement. And you moving on, you don't want to use these services like for likes and follows. Um, I actually did come across a service where, um, you do pay for it and it, it's just like, you don't want to rely on that because, the moment you stop paying for these things, like the likes and the follows are going to stop. So, and it's just like, it's kind of um, like unethical, I guess you could say. Um, if you build like a following organically, that's ethical. And that's the only thing that I teach. Um, I don't really, I'm not a fan of these services where you, you know, you pay for likes. Uh, I don't believe that's the way to do it. And it's just not sustainable. And you don't want to do that, especially as a, you know, someone trying to build a following. That's one good way to kill your following is to like fake it, honestly. So you just want to stick with organic. So the free training about Instagram engagement, we go over all of this in a 15 minute training. So it's short and uh, it just shows you how to get started and how to build a following on Instagram through engagement. And it's uh, super valuable. So check out the link tree, the first link down below, it's my link tree. It's going to take you to uh, my link tree, which has the free training that you can click on, sign up for. It's totally free. 15 minute training shows you all about Instagram engagement. Let's move on. Instagram posting strategy. So if you want to learn how to post on Instagram, I'm going to make another free training on that. So you need to do Instagram engagement like we just went over. And then you also need to do posting on Instagram. So you need to post your own content on Instagram. And then you also need to engage with your, your own content, people that comment on your content. And then of course, other people's content. So it's kind of like a, a two-pronged approach. You need the engagement, but then you also need the content creation and your own posting strategy. So where do we start? Well, the first thing you want to do is optimize your profile. You want to make it clear. You want to do in your name. You want to make it clear what market you're in. You want to be clear the type of clients you serve, uh, maybe like a little bit about you, maybe like some, uh, some social proof, something that just shows that you are, you know, a, a real estate agent and people should take you seriously. And, uh, you know, that you want to portray that you're a successful agent, whether you are or not. Um, that's another story, but you want to portray that you are a successful agent. You have a good online presence and it's just the, the, the type of like account that you want to put out to people that the, is the first thing they see, because we will actually talk about making your, um, basically Instagram is like a sales funnel where people view your profile and then you include a call to action, getting them to click a link or whatever it might be. And then the people that take that action, you can, um, you know, market to them and hopefully get their business down the line. And um, yeah, so that's the Instagram posting strategy. So Instagram posting and just Instagram in general, you will build the audience slowly over time. 
And if you don't have all the time in the world to put to um, like posting on Instagram and engaging, if you don't have all that time, it's going to be pretty slow, um, which is why I would recommend you can look at hiring a virtual assistant for anywhere from like five to $10 an hour. And they can do all the Instagram engagement. So you can still build a following while you're focusing on like growing your business. So it's a really good way to kind of do both. You can outsource it. So like I said, the virtual assistant and I would recommend using like a website like Upwork. Um, Upwork, you can find a good virtual assistant for pretty cheap. Now they are from these countries like, uh, you know, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Um, if you're going to hire people for $5 an hour, well, you're going to get people from that, you know, those countries, that area of the world. And because they just work for less, that's just uh, simple economics. You need someone to do a simple task, um, engage with other people on Instagram, you give them guidelines, and then you pay them the five an hour. And uh, it's a virtual assistant position. They don't really have, it's not difficult. And they can do it for about five an hour, which is pretty um, like reasonable, I think. Um, you obviously do need to bring in money like from real estate in order to like outsource it like that. But if you do have some money coming in or maybe some money saved, um, that's a good way to kind of do it. Um, so Instagram posting, you want to have a schedule. So you want to do it ideally two posts per day. You want to post at least one reel, one Instagram reel every day. And this sounds like a lot and it sounds like it's like crazy. Um, but honestly, it's actually not. Because what I do and what you should do as well, if you want to actually do this Instagram engagement and growing a following on Instagram, um, you should have a schedule and you, what you can do is kind of batch the content. So um, usually like on a Sunday, I'll go home and I'll get someone to help record my reels on like every Sunday typically. Um, so Sundays are great because like I'm usually, I don't have too much work going on. I can like kind of relax and I just kind of film all the content for the week. Um, so I film everything at once on a Sunday. Um, you can wear the same clothes or like wear different clothes so people don't really know that it's the same day. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's not a huge deal, but you can change clothes if you'd like. And uh, you just film your content, film t uh, seven reels, have like a little script or something that you're going to follow, like at least like a rough script or like an idea about what each, um, like what each reel is going to be about. And then you just film the reels, film seven, It's and then you schedule it over the next seven days. And then you also want to have another regular post. And what I do, I kind of just um, like draft like a tweet. And then it's kind of like a tweet that I, I post. And then I just kind of upload the tweet to my Instagram. Um, so that's kind of my strategy. I'm just like testing that out. I might change it in the future. And the good thing about all of this is that you can test everything and see what works for you. If something's working good, you know, you can, you know, pivot and iterate what's working for you and stop what's not working for you. So that's really good about um, like Instagram. So have that schedule, have two posts per day, one real and one normal post. Um, it, you want to be active and you want to post a lot on these platforms, especially Instagram. Um, the more content, the better on Instagram. And they don't like penalize you for posting multiple times a day. And honestly, they might uh, prioritize you. Um, if you follow like some of these accounts and you view how many photos or I'm sorry, how many like um, uploads to Instagram, it's like 20,000 uploads. Um, my personal one is like 30 uploads and they they post like, like 10, 20, 30 times a day. And it's just crazy how much they post and they're rewarded for it. So you want to post as much as possible. And I think it's good to start with two per day, batch your content, film everything, you know, one day of the week, whatever day works best for you. I think that makes the most sense. And I think it's definitely doable. 
So we're going to move on. That's the Instagram. If you want the Instagram training, again, click the link tree. First link down below in the description, you'll find all the trainings that I have to offer. Um, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about Facebook groups. So Facebook groups are also great because there's a lot of Facebook groups for like real estate agents, real estate investors, and people that want to do like networking. Um, Facebook groups are a great place to do that. And um, yeah, Facebook groups, you can, anyone can join the groups. It's pretty easy. If you're like, say you're in Miami, your market's Miami, and this works with any major market. Say your market is Miami and you want to network with other people, other real estate agents, what you would do is you would want to join a Facebook group um, about um, like Miami real estate, whether it's a real estate agent group, a real estate networking group, a real estate investing group, a wholesalers group. There's all these types of groups of people that you can network with. And it's a great idea to join those Facebook groups and maybe try to network, um, reach out to these people, um, get their information, you know, record their information in a spreadsheet so you have it on file. And then you can engage with these people. You can, um, you know, try to do in-person networking maybe, um, set it like a, like a coffee chat or something like that. I think that's a good idea to get to know other agents and to really build an actual connection. And Facebook groups are actually really good for that. So you can post in Facebook groups because there's just so many realtors in these groups and real estate professionals. Um, and these are prime. These are people that you really want to network with. Um, and you have to give them something of value. Like you have to have something to offer. So say you're the real estate agent in Miami and you find people, you post in the Facebook group, whatever you might post, and you get a lot of people responding and people are like, yeah, like reach out to me, um, whatever they kind of say. Um, you want to know what to say to them and you want kind of want to know these are the people that you want to, to network with. Um, because even though, again, these people might be your competitors, it doesn't matter. And uh, you still want to have these connections and especially people that the like, connections online and you want to just keep in touch with them. I was saying about you want to have something to offer. So, you know, you don't want just want to network with these people and just say, oh, like, give me referrals or give me leads. That's not the way you want to approach it. You want to have something to offer, at least like say like, hey, you know, my next buyer, you know, I'll get in touch with you or something like that. I'll refer them to you. Um, whether you actually do or not, you know, that's up to you, but it's good to just form a relationship, start a conversation with these people, um, let them know who you are, uh, you know, maybe have a quick phone call with these. And all this can be done on Facebook groups, which is why I wanted to cover the Facebook groups. And um, yeah, so if you if you're on Facebook and maybe I would adjust your profile to let people know that, you know, either you're an investor or a real estate agent, I would use Facebook groups for that. Now, that's really it about Facebook groups. It's just a great way to get in front of like other real estate professionals. Um, I'm going to make a free training on Facebook groups. So check the link tree. There might already be a free training on the Facebook groups um, by the time you're listening to this. So definitely check out the Facebook groups. Um, to see if you can get leads through there and you just want to network with people, start the conversations, um, get to know other people, maybe even try to set something up in person um, if they are in your area and all this can be done with Facebook groups. So I want to move on and I want to actually cover podcasting because I'm doing a podcast right now, obviously, and you're listening and starting a podcast is a great way to network with other people and to have people on as guests and just build your audience. And honestly, a lot of people think that podcasting is like this big production and like it's hard to do and you need to do all of these things and it's hard to manage. Well, well, podcasting is actually very much easier than you th might think. And I use a software. It's called Anchor. 
And Anchor just makes it so easy to film a podcast. You can do everything on the Anchor website. You can hit record as long as you have like decent audio. Uh, you want to get like a, a microphone and you want to plug your microphone in and you go to Anchor's interface and you can just hit record and you can start a podcast and you can invite friends to your podcast. So if you want to have them on as guests, um, it just makes it so easy to do. And it just it's minimal effort to start a podcast. So as a real estate professional, this is a great opportunity for you to start a podcast. And there's actually a ton of benefits, other benefits to starting a podcast that I'm actually going to go over right now. So starting a podcast, it's free to do. Um, Anchor is a free service. So just go to Anchor. I think it's anchor.fm um, or just type in Anchor on Google and you'll find it. Anchor podcasting. Um, you'll be able to find Anchor pretty easily. And um, it's free to use. It's by Spotify. Um, so it's free to use. I think you don't even need a Spotify account. It's just totally free. It's by the makers of Spotify. So you know it's like it's high quality and it's free to use. And starting a podcast, um, back to the benefits, there's really no startup cost to starting a podcast. Again, Anchor's free. Um, as long as you get like a decent microphone, that's really your only startup expense. You probably have a computer. So there's really no startup expenses to starting a podcast. And it's really a great way to build a loyal audience of like-minded real estate professionals. So if you have a podcast and you start one and maybe do one podcast, you know, every week, whether, whatever your schedule is, I'd recommend more than that. Honestly, like three podcasts a week would be good to start with. Um, and you can batch the content again, but it's just a great way to build a loyal audience because if you start a podcast, um, you're probably going to tell other people, you know, like in your industry, you're going to spread the word that, hey, you have a podcast. And uh, just naturally, more people are going to tune in, like in your sphere, especially your family and friends. You tell people that you have a podcast, they're going to listen. You bet your ass they're going to listen. And uh, whatever you have to offer, whether it's, um, you know, just real estate investing advice or just talking about the local market, whatever you want to focus on in, on your podcast, if you start one, and you just tell the people that you're closest to, they're going to listen. And that's how you build an audience. And especially you can network with other agents and let them know that you have a podcast. And just the more people that you let know have the, that you have a podcast, the more people are just naturally going to listen. And it's a great way just to, just to start a podcast, build that audience. Now, another way, another benefit I should say is that you can market and sell your own products. So say you are a real estate agent or a real estate investor and you consider yourself your, an expert in the field, um, you can actually just make like online courses teaching people how to do real estate investing. Like if you're a wholesaler and you have knowledge about wholesaling, like you can make a course teaching other people how to do the same. And there's nothing wrong with this. It's not unethical to do this, um, especially if you're an expert in your field. Um, you have the right to teach other people how to also be experts. And it's a great way to kind of build passive revenue because you can film your online course um, and you can mention it in your podcast and you can give a call to action saying like, hey, sign up for this course. It's going to teach you everything you need to know about wholesaling, real estate investing, whatever your um, area of expertise um, you know, a podcast is just a great way to do this. And if you have online courses, um, you have lead magnets, uh, you can build passive revenue that can really start to add up over time where you're diversifying. So you still have your real estate business and that's kind of your main focus. But then you just kind of do a couple podcasts a week and uh, market your own products and you can really build some passive revenue. 
Now it's important to know that this does not happen overnight and building passive revenue, I, I made it sound very easy just in that oversimplification, but building passive revenue takes a lot of time and not everyone will be successful at it. Um, but if you can like basically make like an online course, especially like wholesalers, because that's like pretty specialized knowledge or like if you're a house flipper and like you have this special knowledge that most people don't have and you genuinely think that you can help other people with your online course, then it makes sense to make one. And then you can also build that passive revenue. You do need to promote your online course um, through your podcast and ideally through other methods also. Um, if you really want to like sell online courses, but this is how a lot of people really get started. And podcasting is essentially just a great medium to, to get this going and to market your own courses. And there are a lot of other um, methods to market your courses, but podcasting is just one of my favorites and one of that I really believe in. And I think it's really effective for people that have this knowledge. They want to spread the knowledge and um, just people that want to, to make that online course and hopefully generate some passive revenue. Now, moving on, other benefits of starting a podcast. I I'm a true believer in podcasting. And the next benefit is that it actually refines your public speaking skills. Because kind of how like I'm like long form right now, just talking about, um, you know, the benefits of podcasting. If I were to bring up the benefits of podcasting at like a speaking event or something, I would already, you know, have a good idea of what I was going to say because I've already talked about this before. And it's just really good for refining your public speaking skills. Again, um, it's just really good. You talk about the things you're knowledgeable out and about, and then you, if you ever have like a speaking event, or if you're just talking at a at some with people at the bar and you want to explain what you do, um, podcasting is just a really great way to to refine like your speaking skills, honestly. And um, yeah, so that's the next benefit of the podcast. And then it's also podcasting is really good to network with other real estate professionals. Again, that really goes without saying. Um, if you have like other real estate agents on your podcast, um, it's a great way to build those connections and really increase your audience and like kind of market to a new audience. And then also if you're a real estate professional, also being on other people's podcasts, um, that's a great way to get more exposure. Um, because say like if you wanted to be on my podcast, for example, um, I have an audience uh, and a, a decent sized audience that's growing. And um, if I have you on my podcast and I give you the option of like telling people where they can find you and um, people that can get to know you and people that want to do business with you. So being on other podcasts is actually very, uh, very effective for building an audience and really increasing your personal brand. So that's podcasting. It's so easy to start. Use Anchor. I'm not an affiliate of Anchor, believe it or not. Um, but I'm a true believer that everyone should have a podcast, especially in the real estate industry, because there's a lot of crowded kind of like niches out there and real estate is not one of them. Um, there's a lot of people making content about real estate, but it's not overcrowded in my opinion. And I think that there's still a lot of opportunity, especially in the podcasting space uh, for real estate podcasts to kind of pop up. And I think there's a lot of potential for that. So if you want to get in, you know, when there's not really all that much competition right now, now's a good time to start a podcast. So we're going to move on to word of mouth and networking. So word of mouth and networking, um, I did mention in the start of this podcast that um, like to really focus on digital and not to rely on word of mouth, um, which I do believe is true. However, word of mouth and networking is still worth, I think it's worth it to bring up here because it's still very effective. And still a great way for new agents to really get their first couple sales 
or really just uh, another stream of income. Essentially, that's what word of mouth and networking can do. You want to focus on, um, you know, building that online presence while also doing word of mouth um, because, yeah, and it really just goes back to telling people what you do and what you have to offer because if you um, like tell your family, of course, that you're a real estate agent, they're going to tell, you know, other family members who it just may lead to like some doors opening in the future. So word of mouth is still very effective. And as a digital marketer, I actually still um, really believe in word of mouth and I'm not against it, even though I really like to focus on digital methods. Um, Word of mouth, there's obviously a ton of benefits to it. It's free. So if you just tell people that you're an agent, whether you're new or not, um, just naturally people are going to spread that information. And, you know, when someone inevitably is ready to buy or sell a home, um, you know, they'll, you'll be at the top of their mind and this is when you can get a referral. Now, word of mouth and networking is really the only downside is that it takes, can take a while. Um, like it's not really consistent usually, unless you're a really high producing real estate agent. Um, most agents don't just get like consistent word of mouth, like referrals that actually convert. At least that's my experience. Um, and yeah, so word of mouth, other benefits, um, it can be more effective just because like a word of mouth referral, it's generally stronger than like someone who, you know, you see online, you see an ad. Um, like if you're, if it's a word of mouth referral, it's usually like a higher quality um, lead that is likely more likely to convert like to a paying customer, whether it's buying or selling a house. Um, just having that word of mouth, I still believe is more effective than probably most digital means. Um, but again, word of mouth, there's really no downsides, just that it takes a while and it's probably going to be inconsistent, at least starting out. Well, that's everything I had to cover, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope to see you in the next one.